tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey everyone, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Sailor Moon Crystal After Show. We are talking act 21, that's right, Complication Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Kaori Takei, and you can follow me all week long, all night long, all day long, <laughs> at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S, Kaorius. And all the way along during this show, you can hashtag ABTV Sailor, Mo- Sailor Moon, because... Yeah, Crystal's yeah. a little longer. Crystal would be too much. Again, <laughs> hashtag ABTV Sailor Moon. You can send us comments, questions, and all that good stuff. Or join us live in the chat. And I've got great people. Fancy, fancy, sexy lady <laughs> with me. I've got Emma Fife. Hello. You can follow me on Twitter at Emma Fife. <laughs> and, of course, uh, Megan Salinas. Hi, guys. You can tweet at me at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. <laughs> all right. So let's talk some nemesis. Um, yeah. I haven't seen you in a while. I know, it's been a bit. How have you guys been? Uh, great. Good. I, mean, I think that these past couple acts have been really solid. and I totally agree. It's really dark and gritty, and I really love it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, so what did you guys think of this last one so far? Um, Dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dark is definitely the right word for it. Um, this stuff, it's, it, I, and I remember watching the original series when I was a kid, and this part is certainly part of, you know, back in the day, and it's still true today. I am glued to the screen mm-hmm. when we get to this part of the story because it's both really captivating and cool, but also really unsettling. Mm-hmm. And, and, like this is probably the most unsettled one of the most unsettling yeah. parts of oh. Sailor Moon as a series. I mean, it's skin crawling but interesting. Uh, it's, it's just so that, that first scene alone when she wakes up and uh, she, uh, first yeah. of all, my first note says Usagi wakes up in a creepy bed wearing a new dress. And then I thought to myself, okay, at this point in Sailor Moon Crystal, not in the 90s series, but in Sailor Moon Crystal, at this point, Esmeralda is dead. Mm-hmm. All of the Spectre yeah. sisters are dead. Who put her in this dress? There well, are no ladies around anymore. See, I didn't think about that. I just thought it was all mystical. Like, she just reappeared in I, that dress. I mean, they do have magic powers. That is true. It, it's definitely been established in lots of anime <laughs> series that closed powers are a thing. Absolutely. Um, but no, that's that's the creepy bit. And mm-hmm. it's like a really wrinkly, like, gross kind of... I mean, the scene is pretty rapey. Like, let's get it, real. There we go. That is... Well, I mean, there's no dancing around it. This is a really unsettling... Well, let's, let's scene. Let's talk about how she ends up over there in Nemesis and now she... Well, and first of all, when she first wakes up and realizes she's in Nemesis, like, she has had this dream Mm -hmm. where she sees a grown-up version of her daughter Uh, hanging all uh, over her future husband. (laughs) I mean, but I mean, come on. I mean, we we all are Moonies. We know that that's kind of the weird twist, too. I stand stand by what I said a couple, this was weeks ago, when 
Chibiusa was first introduced, it was weird in the manga. Mm. It's weird here. It's always there, weird. There is no dancing around it. This stuff is gross. Yeah, yeah. and then whenever, whenever there are those moments where you see Chibiusa depending on her like a mother, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, this, that feels right. That's yeah. Right. No, absolutely. Right. I, I hate to I, that. I hate to keep being the one person on this panel that goes, I like the original anime better. But I thought that the original anime did a much better job of establishing how good of a mother-daughter relationship they had. And I think that's coming, though. Yeah, I know, I know we'll get to it. We yeah. do little bits of it here and there. But, like, without that, it makes the creep factor for this whole weird father-daughter thing even worse. And it's, yeah. it's just skin-crawling. Doesn't this episode, um, doesn't this episode kind of help out with that? Because there was a lot of... Not the way yes. it started. You know, you know actually, th- this is something this, that, does help, that I yeah. thought was very interesting. So I it was rereading this act of the manga as well. Because more or less, yeah. as, as we've talked about before, Sailor Moon Crystal is a shot-for-shot remake of the manga. Now, this could be a translation difference and they could for all we know be saying the exact same thing uh-huh. that is the thing with watching anime as we are dealing with the translations that that we are given because i can't i can read limited japanese i can't read enough to just straight up I read the can't. manga no um and uh and so in the manga in that scene where this is going to what you were talking about megan about how you're not sure about usagi really being established as the fact that she was in the future a good mother to chibiusa in the manga it really seems like she wasn't and i don't Mm. know if that's just the translation that i was reading but basically the scene where she first has the flashback and she's really excited to see that her mom that this is chibiusa has the flashback and she sees that her mom didn't have it all together Mm -hmm. when she was a teenager and that actually makes chibiusa feel better which I really liked. Yeah, I like that too. I think it's like, oh, okay. There's, there's hope. Yeah, for me. exactly. Yeah. But then in the subsequent scene where she's talking about how she's nothing like her mom and she'll never be like her, in Sailor Moon Crystal, what I really liked was their translation made it very clear that she thought her father cared about her mother more than anything else in the world. Yeah. Whereas in the manga, she made it seem like her mom only cared about her dad and not about her. Uh. But I I really liked in Crystal how she was talking about how her mother, uh, about how her father loves and idolizes her mother and pays so much attention to her. Because that is exactly what we're seeing with Usagi getting jealous of the amount of attention that Mamoru is paying to Chibiusa. So it's interesting to see that in the future, Chibiusa basically had the same attitude towards her dad paying too much attention to her mom. Like mother, like daughter. Yeah, oh totally. They really are alike. And I think that's something that Sailor and Crystal is doing an incredibly good job of illustrating is just how alike these two characters are. I I feel like they did that a lot better in the original <laughs> series. Just because there was more time to actually see Chibiusa and Usagi playing off of each other in the present. Well, I think I think that uh, Chibiusa is a lot more likable in this particular um, That's version. debatable, but yeah. Well, that's just how I feel. I, I agree, like, and I think that the general response has been that way. Now, it's interesting. I think if you watch the original anime series, uncut with subtitles, uh-huh. Chibiusa is leaps and bounds more likable than Rini, who they just <laughs> made a brat. Yes. The end. I completely agree with you. Um, you know, for example, in this one episode where uh, Ami is thinking about going to Germany to study abroad, this is in the 90s anime, in a scene where, in the original translation, Chibiusa just shows up and says to her something to the effect of, oh, it's weird that no one showed up, because, of course, they're all yeah. off fighting, you know, 
Cardians or whatever. No, I think actually the Black Moon Clan is in it at that point. But, <laughs> but in the deep dub with Rini, she's basically like, man, your friends are terrible. They all abandoned you. <laughs> like she's just unnecessarily mean. I think it's just, it's just a translation thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a, they have to change it and culturally it doesn't translate. Totally. And the other thing is, is that we might even be misinterpreting the intention uh, of the subtitles. Totally. Because we can't understand the intention Correct. that's there verbally. So maybe when she says, you know, it's sad that nobody showed up, she's like being really condescending. Well, <laughs> that is no, true. No, true. she's right. You're totally right, Megan. <laughs> that's true. Because sometimes I'll catch myself being but, like, man, if people understood that, it, it comes off very different. Yeah. yeah. But it's I mean, so that's just the way it is. It's so hard And in subtitles, exactly. And, or, and words as well. Yeah. yeah. Just sometimes there's no words to literally translate things. But, but I will say that this... In terms of, like, this particular episode, I really did feel for her because she spends the entire time wandering around going, like, feeling really bad for herself. And you see that she gets picked on. She's bullied. A lot. Yeah. Like, you'll... It's not just, like, her family that is saying you'll never live up to this standard. Because they're not. They're not saying that. Yeah. But, um, but it's her peers. People who should be respecting her as the princess, you know... You, I don't know about you guys. I would never talk to a princess that way. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I want to talk about this later, but we could talk about this now. Is just let's talk about Chibiusa and how we, you know, we really find out she's a very important person. She's got the, you know, the the bloodline. But the problem is, she currently has no power. She's nine hundred yeah. years old, and she looks like a small lady. Hence, why she's called small lady. And yeah. So one day she becomes a bad lady. But and, yeah. Well, and and uh, <laughs> I just want to point out from our chat roll that uh, it seems to be that. The people who are watching it generally agree that they like Chibiusa a lot better in Sailor Moon mm. Crystal. <laughs> so let's let's move on to where she's going, shall we? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then so we we get a lot about her. And her you backstory, start really feeling for her. She has no friends except for Sailor Pluto. I agree. I I mean, I felt like she was super beat up upon in, mm. in Crystal. This this is the first time that I think it's really hit me just how awful things are for her. Besides in Petite Etrangere, which is the new the one of the most recent Sailor Moon musicals that covers this storyline mm-hmm. where it opens with her being by herself and everybody making fun of her and they took a lot of that dialogue exactly which which was from the manga yeah. and put it in Sailor Moon Crystal and I thought that they just illustrated it really well just how nasty everyone <laughs> was to her. Yeah. yeah. And I... Granted, again, I haven't read this portion of the manga, so I'm not as familiar of what Crystal Tokyo <laughs> is supposed to be like. But the fact that nobody is aging mm-hmm. after a certain point, it's like, well, does that mean that people disrespect uh, Chibiusa because they don't think she'll ever be queen? Because Chibiusa yeah, is, is not aging. But yeah, she like, stopped aging at 22, which would be nice. I mean, all the powerful people think, well, she's obviously destined for that throne when that time comes, but she's powerless. And even her, it stung a little bit when watching the show, uh, watching the act, and uh, her father says, oh, well, she has no power, so she can't really use a legendary silver crystal. I was like, oh, poor girl, you know, like, he has no faith in her, but he does. <laughs> yeah. But, did did anybody <laughs> feel like when she was going to go to Sailor Pluto because she's like, she's my only friend, mm-hmm. she's the only one that understands me, she's the one companion I can rely upon, did anybody feel like it was kind of contrived to be like, oh, she was talking to my dad and my dad made her smile, there's no mm-hmm. one for me now. Did anybody feel like that was a little contrived? Um, I, I felt that way a, too. A little but. bit, but again, this goes back to what I was saying before about how in Crystal, they make it clear that even though 
that she is somewhat insecure in her relationship with her father to begin with. Yes. So I think that it was not as contrived here as it was in the manga when she showed up. And especially because in Crystal, I think they're making it a lot more clear that Pluto may or may not have feelings for the king. (laughs) (laughs) But the the flip side of that is that she was just defending Chibiusa. She's like, she's stronger than you think. She can handle herself. I have faith in her. Okay, I will I will follow your instructions because I have faith in this person. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that Chibiusa certainly misinterpreted she, what was going on she there. She overreacted. Yeah. And she acted like a, a little kid, even though she's 900 years old. <laughs> That's the other thing is yeah. when, when this particular storyline, when it's presented in other anime, and I won't say which ones because that's a spoiler, <laughs> but you can definitely see how heavily that weighs upon said person and how how much that forces them to grow up and mature and the the idea that what they're doing is really futile mm-hmm. and how seriously that affects them emotionally and how they deal with the rest of the world mm-hmm. with with Chibiusa I never get that feeling mm-hmm. that she's 900 years old she always feels, feels like, like a, kid, a feels right? like a little girl it yeah. doesn't feel like somebody no. who's lived through eons and eons of being stuck as being a child yeah, yeah. you want her to almost be more like a, uh, like a Claudia in yeah, Interview with the Vampire with the Vampire somebody yeah. who's really uh, frustrated yeah. by the, the fact that they can't grow up but that doesn't is true. act like a petulant child at every single <laughs> turn yeah. occasionally does yeah. but in a way that you're like yeah no that is that is somebody far older I mean, than she, they look she literally just runs away into the mm-hmm. darkness, accidentally loses her key, which I thought was, oh, come on. How could yeah, she have that? Yeah, come again. on, I'll contrive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought the relationship between Pluto, it was nice to see Pluto and her and their past. Oh, yeah. I, I loved and- seeing their first meeting when they first met and started to become friends. Like, that was really cute. Yeah, no. And, that uh, was great. But, but I can't argue with the point that, yes, for somebody who is supposed to be 900 years old, it would be nice if we saw... And I mean, we do end up seeing this a little bit later mm-hmm. in Super S, in that in the um, dream arc, where she has more adult feelings, but at this point, she is acting exactly like a child. Yeah, so I, it's the 900-year-old thing I do not buy. <laughs> like, at yeah. all. I'm like, no, you are a baby. <laughs> An occasionally cute, mm-hmm. occasionally obnoxious baby. But I, I, okay, so uh, along with like a lot that's been going on with her in this particular act, I also mm-hmm. like seeing her relationship with um, her mom in a more yes. positive yes. light. I know? agree. How yeah. she actually looks up to her mom. She wants to be a lot like her mom. Where previously you're thinking, "Dang, she has no respect yes. for her," you know? And it, it was, yeah, it, totally. It, it um, yeah. I just wanted to make one final comment from the chat roll uh, on the Sailor Pluto thing. Is uh, Karita Reed says she thinks that Chibiusa wants a friend all to herself, and that's why she was upset it that sounds like, she mean, and her dad were, that uh, Pluto and King Endymion were bonding. She does seem a little uh, territorial when it comes to people. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> to again, people in general. You know? Again, like mother, like daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I actually did really like the point where she, you know, where they flashbacked and she's looking at Usagi, who's having to present a test to her mother. And yeah. Yeah, and she's like, she, you know, she was a crybaby like me and you could see that that made her feel really good uh-huh. like I have I something in common with my mom and she was able to become you know the queen yeah. of the new world and you know maybe 
maybe maybe there's hope for me. Yeah, and yeah, totally. So okay, so while <laughs> Venus and the King and Mamochan and the Kitties yeah. and Chibi are all stuck, um, trying to figure out how to get. Which them all back. Yeah. How bad did you guys feel for Sailor Venus? Because she must feel like the worst general in she, the world right she now. Was, oh, she yeah. lost That her was her troops. scream in the beginning. I was yeah. Like, wow. Yep. She's lost everybody at this point. I mean, Venus, get them back. Venus is my favorite, so I have a lot yeah. of Venus feelings, and that that was a difficult moment for hurt. me. Yeah. <laughs> so while they're trying to get them back, and they know they need to use the power, power of legendary silver crystal, but mm-hmm. the catch-22 is they have... No power. Nobody can wield well, it. No one can use it. Maybe Chibiusa. Question mm, mark. Yeah. But you know, uh, yeah, we got Sailor Moon as a uh, Queen Serenity. Yes, over there. Um, I I love how powerful they make Queen Serenity seem. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it's amazing. Like when they were telling the story about how Phantom attacked the mm-hmm, Silver Crystal mm-hmm. once upon a time and then got <laughs> banished to Nemesis. Yeah, which. I- why? Why banish the villains? <laughs> <laughs> they only ever get stronger and come back with a vengeance. Listen, in the 90s anime, they said that villains chose to go to Nemesis. So, it's But it made her awesome. look very strong. Like, totally. Wow, she's protecting, you know, this whole entire planet, yeah. pretty much. And, but anyway, she's stuck up in Nemesis, and she wakes up all dressed up in creepy uh, shit. If it, was, yeah. if it was live action, it would be really creepy. But <laughs> it's really creepy. It is really here. creepy. It's really creepy no matter if it's a drawing, if it's animated, if it's a live action stage musical. Well, it's, it's terrifying. Again, this is this is one of the most skin crawling but also really uh-huh. interesting aspects. And I actually really liked <laughs> Diamond's... Um, his character arc in the original in the original anime, I thought it was a very interesting arc. But at this particular point, it is one hundred percent a power trip oh, for him. Totally. Well, I think he likes oh, her. No, he does. Oh, he does in a in a creepy, misguided sort of way. Yeah, and yeah. and that's part of why I liked his character arc in the original series. Is he goes from somebody who with a completely misperception of what love actually is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to somebody who who understands love and. And, and ultimately, not spoilers, I guess. I guess. I guess. I guess. And ultimately, ends up dying for it. Yeah, I, I love it. You though. know that that was a thing that they did with pretty much all of the Black Moon Clan in the yeah. '90s anime. They all got redeemed, uh, not, which except for Rubius. Except for Rubius, <laughs> he was the a thing jerk. Is, the thing is with Prince Damon's story. Like, I like where Prince Damon's story went. I liked where Saphir's story went. I had a problem with the Spectre Sisters only because they started working at a kiosk mm-hmm. in the mall. And number two, they know how all of this goes down. They are good guys for a long time in the Sailor Moon R story arc of the 90s anime. And they don't, like, help the Senji. They don't go, hey, this is what happened. Let us help you prevent it. They're too busy peddling Mary Kay. (laughs) Selling ice cream. (laughs) It would just probably involve too much. Yeah. That's that's why. Yeah. So, but yes, so she is in Nemesis, and she realizes, okay, Prince Damon has a thing for me. And he kisses her. She pushes, tries to use her moon prism power, not working. I thought it was interesting that they kind of cut it off where they did because he was a lot more forceful in the original mm-hmm. anime and before Tuxedo Mask yeah. came swooping in. So I was like... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I just rewatched that episode of the and 90s anime. so funny. 
I know we're getting a little off topic, but Tuxedo Mask literally swoops in on a glider. Like, he sails over Nemesis on a glider and storms the castle and sweeps Sailor Moon off her feet and they, like, swing away to safety. All right, sorry guys. No, it's I'm fine. So sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe that's why they decided to cut it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in the comic book, it's pretty like just yeah. It, it, it is no, it's, totally. It's Absolutely. very accurate. Yes. Um, but uh, now I'm thinking about tuxedo glider. <laughs> you can't unsee that. <laughs> it's it's interesting with Diamond because he was just looking for any any way of being able to obtain the thing that he wanted. It didn't even matter that it's not actually the Queen Serenity that he, he met. It was just like, oh, he wanted close a enough. version of yeah. Queen Serenity. Yeah. He said any incarnation would do. I like, I like that we got to hear his backstory and why, I mean, his evil ways. And he really thinks that it, he really... It's not he means well, but it's like one of those villains. It's misguided. Where, yeah. exactly. It's one hundred percent misguided, and he ha- he's a puppet, and he has no idea. He's not gonna yeah. I'm just gonna kiss this girl. No, that is so true, and that and <laughs> yeah. that is something that we see. I think, uh, of course, Esmeralda's dead now, but with Saphir, that their sort of disagreement with Phantom. Uh, I'm sorry, wise man. Uh, <laughs> uh, that uh, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> um, that uh, that. Basically, Saphir knows that wise man is a problem. Yeah. And he sees his brother just devolving. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's sad that, that Damon can't see that himself. He just gets more and more possessed and creepy and crazy. And again, he's it's a power trip. Yes, for him. it's totally he's a power so- trip involved in what he thinks is getting him what he wants. Yeah. He has n- he's completely blind to the fact that he's the one being manipulated. Yes. And it's interesting because one of the things that he wants is her, which just kind of shocks you, right? But um Yeah, that is interesting that like yeah, somebody who is no, totally. the direct the like the essentially the embodiment of everything he hated and yeah. was angry about is the thing that he kind of falls in love with. Right. Again, that's one of the things that makes him really interesting. I agree. And that's probably one of the reasons why it is a power trip for him because she, in a way, represents everything, everything that they yeah. were fighting against. Exactly. And he wants to control her and make her kneel and, and he's like, all oh, those with him. He's like, I remember those eyes that hate me so much. Let's yeah. make out. Yeah. Well, to Let's to him, it. that is the ultimate conquest. I yeah, yeah I could <laughs> not have said it better myself. And to everyone who's discussing whether or not Prince Demond uh, did kiss Usagi in the scene where they're in the bedroom, oh, they totally it, kissed. Yeah, oh, he did. He totally yeah, kissed her, and it was the did. same thing. She shoved him off her and yeah. tried to transform, and it did not go well because they explain that being on Nemesis, the whole thing is basically composed of the Black Crystal, which is the antithesis of the Silver Crystal. Which is all lightness and good and happiness. So you got the black crystal that's all bad mm-hmm. and dark and angry. And I like that it absorbs energy. Yeah, from the black hole. yeah. Like, that's why they yeah. can't transform. So she's all by herself, but then she hears, you know, her future husband whispering, "I'm going to go save you, no matter what it takes." And she's like, "Mama John, I think I hear you." And then you see the sailor scouts over uh, there in the cave trying to <laughs> transform themselves and not working but it was so yeah, cool to see them it was it was with each other it was and, great to see them it, it, yeah, when, it, and she and again it was it's that whole thing that we saw even the first time around in the depths of 
the battle with Queen Metallia when they all thought she was dead and they're like, no, she's still mm-hmm. alive. We can feel her. And it was sort of the opposite this time where she goes, I know my friends are here. I have to find them. Mm-hmm. And her love of them basically reawakens them enough that they're able to go, oh, where where are we? What's happening? <laughs> Which... Again, poor planning on the black part. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just do away with them as soon as or, you have what like, you want? Or like maybe you put them in separate cages. Yeah, <laughs> no, they just left them on the ground. It's not even like they they were being detained or like that they were being confined yeah. or chained mm-hmm. up in any way. It's just like no, they just just, just taking a nap on the ground. No big. Well, yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm happy to see them back. Oh no, it's great to have them back. I'm just saying the black moon. They they really need to figure this stuff yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, again, we've, we've established that Demond is just on a crazy power trip. So planning, maybe not so much. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we move on to... Uh, oh, I wanted to bring up the... Uh, this was actually the scene leading up to her calling out to her friends with her love power, mm-hmm. where she was feeling alone, and she touched upon the fact that because of all the jealousy and confusion she was feeling she over did, Chibi yeah. Usa, she thinks that is why she has lost her power because mm-hmm. basically she's having a meltdown and she says, I wish someone would just tell me what to do and that's when she sees the vision of her mother, Queen Serenity, of the of the Silver Millennium past. Other, yeah, yeah. other, <laughs> other, other Silver Millennium. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, and then that causes her to realize the mistakes that she's been making and she says that she lost her trusting heart. Mm-hmm. And then that is the source of her power. And I just think that is such... It's one of the things I really love about Sailor Moon, no matter what version we're looking at, mm-hmm. is that it all boils down to you have this female character whose incredibly feminine qualities are what make her the most powerful person in the universe. Yeah. And it's like when she stops having a pure heart, when she doubts herself, when she loses her confidence in just being a good, caring person, is when she's unable to perform as a soldier. Well, and the sad thing, sadly, is it has to be her future daughter that's causing her these issues. I know. It shouldn't be that way. And that's why it was so refreshing to see her, like, you know, in the future, her really taking care of her daughter, even going to save her before Prince the Man pretty much almost annihilates her own daughter, right? right? I know. She pretty much sacrificed herself for her daughter. That was kind of a weird sequence as a flashback, because we have a girl who looks a lot like Chibiusa, minus the rabbit ears. Yes, I was really confused in that scene, I must admit. And, uh, you know, so Prince... uh, I'm gonna call him Diamond because that's what I need <laughs> to call him. He's he's I know he's <laughs> terrible, right? And he's going to kill this random girl. That's when Queen Serenity comes out, and that's when he tries to take her. That's when the crystal thing happens, and that's when Chibiusa comes out of the palace because she was trying to steal the silver crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who was that other kid? I, I think that the because I, I was confused about that mm-hmm. as well until I saw this. I and so I, the second time I watched it, it, all made sense to me that that was a different kid at that's first. I at first, I my reaction, kid, I thought it was her. No, at first, my reaction was, "Oh man, Chibiusa has been wandering around uh. amongst the dead bodies for years. <laughs> that girl is much littler I than Chibiusa." It, it might have been a time loop thing. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. no. It, it was supposed to be another girl. Basically, uh, the queen was able to sense that somebody had stolen the silver crystal, mm. so she went looking for Chibiusa, and that when, happened to look like Chibi-Usa. that looked like Chibiusa exactly. And so that was why she ran to that girl's aid because she thought it was Chibiusa. I mean, she would have run to the girl's aid anyway. (laughs) Which, that kid is dead now, probably. (laughs) That kid is super dead. Accurate. 
accurate. <laughs> oh, I felt like the kid got saved somehow. Nah, I don't think so. Nah. But, you know, <laughs> this not positive it, thinking. Listen, in the manga, in the scene where the girls wake up in the cell, they are surrounded by yeah. dead bodies. So Chris will cut those out because they don't quite uh, delve into the nightmare fuel of the manga it's, quite it, it as was, much. It was too much extra stuff for the anime, <laughs> anime portion. Yeah, no, that's it. They were just trying to cut back. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to um, uh, news and gossip. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> After Buzz TV News. So there's a couple things, a couple images as well. Let's start with first of all, there is a new release of a new musical that's going to come out. Yay! Uh, Yay! I know Emma Five wanted to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. So well, the new too, uh, the, they, they announced that <laughs> it was happening a while ago. Second one. And uh <laughs> and uh basically now the new Sailor Moon musical or Sailor Mew as it gets abbreviated to has a title and a release date. Uh on May first, the official Sailor Moon twenty anniversary page announced that Sailor Moon A Nouveau Voyage will premiere in Tokyo on September 18th and will continue its run through the end of September at which point it will move to Osaka. Uh, this musical will cover the infinity arc of the manga which means we'll be getting Sailor Uranus, uh-huh. Sailor Neptune, and Sailor Saturn though there's no word yet on the casting of those. Uh, on a sort of bittersweet note, this uh-huh. is going to be the last Mew for the five girls playing Sailor Moon I and know. the Inner oh. Guardians right yeah. now yep. which is really, if you guys haven't watched uh, either La Rey Conquista or Petite Etrangere, I can't recommend them enough. They are really fantastic. They take all of the best stuff from all the versions of Sailor Moon and put it into a two-hour musical that just feels so comprehensive mm. and has beautiful character development. It's incredibly well acted. Um, it is Terazuka style, so all of the roles are played by women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, fortunately, there is no mention of uh, Yuga Yamato, who plays Mamoru moving on after uh, after A New Boy Voyage. I uh, don't think they could ever replace her because she is magical. <laughs> where can, Do you know where people can find Yeah, these? absolutely. If you guys have not seen the Sailor Moon musicals, um, most of the older ones are on YouTube, but to find the new ones, go to MissDream.org. Okay. She has beautiful downloads of them. Uh, MissDream.org is the be- one of the best Sailor Moon sites there is. If you want to read the Sailor Moon manga, they're really famous for their scanlations of the Sailor Moon manga. That is where I read it. And uh, and yeah, they do have uh, fan subs of the new musicals, and you guys should definitely watch them. Somebody in the chat said that uh, Musical Rubius is hot. <laughs> yes, he slash she is. That's, funny. That's great. That's great. Okay, and then two more little. Um, there are some Sailor Moon. Uh, this is a fan art that I decided to share. I saw this on Instagram. Uh, yes, for all you ladies and fellas that want some extra protection. Oh lord! <laughs> Here you go. Corey sent this to all of us earlier in the week. And we all died. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I have no words. Performer man art. Feather light with the misspelling of feather. Um, <laughs> tingle, ribbed, and elite. I would choose elite just now. <laughs> Do you want to explain it to the people who uh, are listening yes. to the podcast? For all you guys listening and that you guys aren't seeing this on YouTube, it is basically Durex condom boxes um, with uh, Mamocha and his fella... Knights, knights, <laughs> or kings, um, and there are different packages of directs, whether it's for performance, featherlight, and like ribbed or tingle. Yeah, and we're much. just gonna giggle like immature yeah. schoolers. I mean, we were talking about it. if a guy busted that out, we would be like, oh hey, soulmate. Hey, okay. And <laughs> also, there are some Sailor Moon bikinis, and I love bikinis. I don't think I would ever wear this to uh, just too much 
covering. Uh, I know that sounds really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like, like, there's no sun t- Like, where can you tan? Like, it would be <laughs> weird uh, sun tan lines. It would, it would be some interesting tan exactly. lines, for sure. That's what they're, I was thinking. They're very cute. Um, they are cute. Do you know who, who, which line this is? Who, who's the manufacturer? You know what? I don't remember. I know that uh, t- uh, Topic sells a ver- version of um, bikini. They do, and their Sailor Moon bikini doesn't cover your shoulders with mm-hmm. the uh, the... Uh, cowl that way. This is definitely so. like a- Asian. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would. I don't think I'd ever wear these, but that's just because I don't wear bikinis. Oh. Maybe if they do a one piece. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they do have a one piece. Let's get you a one piece. Um, no, <laughs> I'm gonna like, give it a go. What so am you, I done? So don't you guys, listen to me. Yeah, you guys listening. We just showed. Um, photo of Sailor Moon bikinis and there you guys Again, have they're it. They're cute. Not for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not for us. <laughs> that about wraps up our after show. Our yeah. predictions are... Do you want to predict anything? Ooh. I love this part. <laughs> Usually there's a light show to accompany it. But, uh, <laughs> you're like, what? Why are the lights flashing? Um, <laughs> obviously the next episode, that's when we're going to get... Um, I guess it's Black Lady. Black Lady, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. I always like Dark Lady better, but eh, that's just me. It but, wasn't. It, I thought it was Wicked Lady in the deep dive. It was Wicked Lady. <laughs> I, I figure that. I mean, that sounds better than Black mm. Lady. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Japan. Except that makes me. That Japan. Makes me, Black Lady makes me think of the Share song. <laughs> I think we're going to have a little, a good portion of that episode actually devoted to creating. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, uh, and I remember from the original series that that actually was like an episode long Mm -hmm. affair. Like that actually did take time to kind of brainwash uh, Chibiusa into, into buying into this whole thing. We just have a couple episodes left before the season ends. I know. How are they going to squeeze all that? in. Yeah. I'm gonna make it happen, though. I, I'm still rooting for uh, it to end the same way as Petite Etrangere, which was a little different than yeah. the manga. I would love it if it ended that way. That was the best plot twist of my life. But I would like, <laughs> I would like it to continue to follow the manga. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but if it wanted to go off the deep end and be Petite Etrangere, I'd also be fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and sound like a broken record. Uh, I want it to end more like the original. <laughs> We'll have a little uh, how we want it to end. All right, well, original is so much better, guys. Like, oh my god! Listen, it's all about the you new should, muse. You should talk like that throughout the whole show. <laughs> That's something that doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> okay, well, guys, where can everyone follow you for the next two weeks before we get to the next act? Uh, I'm Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at the Mengwen. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, including Robots in Disguise Woo-hoo! coming up, Orphan Black, a bunch of stuff. I've also started writing articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. So be sure to check those out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Emma Fife. You can also follow me on Instagram at Emma Fife. Basically, all social media things. I'm at Emma Fife. You can also <laughs> watch me on the Transformers Robots in Disguise AfterBuzz show very soon here. So <laughs> stick around, watch it. Megan and I will both be there, as well as the cosplay coach on the Popcorn Talk Network on Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. And if you like Sailor Moon, which you probably do if you are watching slash listening <laughs> to this, you can also listen to me talk more about it on my Sailor Moon podcast I do outside of here. It is called Love and Justice. You can find us in the iTunes store, search for Love and Justice, or just search for Sailor Moon in the podcast section of the iTunes store. You'll find us. It's great. <laughs> All right. And you can follow me at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S Twitter, as well as Instagram, and also the whole entire AfterBuzz team right here at AfterBuzz TV. We have 
a crap ton of shows. Yeah, yeah so, many. so many. So you watch Over one TV show of free content yeah. every week. Yes. Somebody even commented in our chat today that it's amazing. There's one YouTube channel that breaks down both Sailor Moon and Survivor. Yes. <laughs> very, very true. So don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And we'll catch you guys in about two weeks for some more Sailor Moon Crystal. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 